Hey, Vivian. Hey, now look, I can go backwards. Let me see. Hey, that's amazing. Hey. Hey, you. Vivian, honey, are you okay? podcast that's right move the podcast it is still basketball june but we had a whatever audible week and we watched zach snyder's dawn of the dead 2004 this movie is 17 years old i i don't want to bury lee but i fucking hate movies now dude (laughs) i don't hate them but i was definitely like oh no this movie (laughs) this movie felt really dated it's another like, new. It's a new. It's another new metal early two thousands horror movie. It's definitely a new metal. Movie. It, it is a. It does a reek of dimension films. Yeah, I mean, I didn't hate it, but I was like, there's there were some choices that were made that I was like, mm. yeah. Well, real quick before we get into it, how many people? I know TJ is, but uh, Alec and Gogs, like, how familiar are you with the original Dawn of the Dead? Uh, fairly. I've never I've seen it two or three times. Okay, never seen it. Never okay. seen it. Don't care. Don't care to. Ouch. Give me all those weird '80s remakes. <laughs> yeah, we like should have watched Re- Return of the Dead because that shit. Oh, that movie rules. Yeah. <laughs> the one where the girl gets thrown off a motorcycle and breaks her neck on the telephone pole, and there's chemicals that bring her back to life. That's yeah, the, look, that's the third one, I think. The sexy, return, that, the sexy zombie shit. chick on the cover. What's the return? Return of the Living Dead is that the one in the mortuary with the, like, yeah, the punk rockers? Send more paramedics. And that I like uh, that one. That punk rockers like topless the whole movie. Yeah. So isn't that the one where the zombies do like a, a puppeteering thing to one of the cops or something? It, yes. Send more yeah, that's cops. Yeah. <laughs> I remember there's a real heavy scene in that one that stuck with me. I haven't watched it in years. But where like the guy realizes he's gonna turn to a zombie, and he puts himself in the cremator, and I was like, God damn, that is dark. Yeah. Um, anyway, let's uh, let's get into it. I am very tired. Uh, <laughs> I'm exhausted. Spicy. Uh, yeah. What'd you all watch this week, uh, Sean? I assume you didn't watch anything. Basketball playoffs, bitch. Yeah, go Bucks. You you guys got to. Legit. So they got past game seven. Yeah, I was telling TJ when it went into overtime, I had to leave the house because the dogs were getting scared because I'm like cursing every five seconds, and they're like in the corner, like huddling together. I was I was I was fortunate enough to be in a bar where they're actually playing it, so I got to watch it. That was like the one one good thing that happened. Basketball fucking rules, man! Like Ooh, I was watching the, the Suns and the Clippers earlier. It was a great game, and it's like it's fun to watch a game that's really good that you don't have like an emotional investment in. Sure. You're not like having a fucking stroke the whole time. But yeah, yeah, and also, strong. go ahead. Fuck the fuck the Clippers. Fuck the Clippers and Devin Booker is a god. That guy rules. Uh, I strongly recommend the basketball playoffs. Ten out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, uh, Alec. Uh, I watched three things. There you god go. Damn. Back to it. Uh, two things I've talked about before. I'm pretty sure at length, so I'm not going to talk too too much. Uh, seeking a friend for the end of the world. 
That movie I like quite a bit. That's a good yeah. movie. It's a it's a very uh good movie. Fun a very, very <laughs> fun Top uh, traveling movies. Oh very no, wait fun a end of the yeah. end of the world yeah. uh, movie. Uh watch the forty year old virgin. That movie is still slaps. Still holds up, huh? Yep. And I'm if, gonna if say- it still does now, like I don't think it ever won't. How much, there's nothing like problematic about it now with like new like uh not really like the, new only, lens. the only the only scene that is problematic is the like the I know, you know how I know you're gay that whole yeah that whole thing that for the most chestnut. part like I don't think they do. I don't think they drop any hard f's in it that I noticed did one did one in Dawn of the Dead yep. That, yeah. that scene where Jonah Hill goes to buy the fucking disco suit shoes makes me laugh every single time. Man, it's I've hilarious. Seen it. It's amazing. It's so good. I just want to buy these shoes. You're making I just give me like them right now. Just let me give you the money and you give me the shoes. I don't know why this is so hard. <laughs> That's not how it works. Yeah, Catherine Keener's like seems perplexed that he just wants to purchase something in her store. The movie also has a weird like scene with a then unknown Kevin Hart, if I'm not mistaken, right? Like, well, yeah, where he's known. he's he's going in on a. Oh, I forget his name. Romani, Romani, Mike, Romani. Shit, what's his name? Romani something. The guy's great. Yeah, he's yeah. going in on him about giving him a discount. That he, that like, he has a whole good line about uh, rolling twenties. We, we fucking fuck midgets in the, in the ass. ass. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the rolling twenties. Maybe um, Malco. Yeah, no. <laughs> Malco. Are you are, are you fucking retarded? Do you want me to be fucking retarded? <laughs> yeah, yeah I think that was also the, our introduction to Elizabeth Banks. I think I think that's the first uh, thing I ever saw her in. I still wow. have a big crush on a uh, what's her name Apatow, like the wife. I can't remember her name. Off the oh, head. Leslie. Uh, Leslie Mann? Mann or Bill yeah, no, it's man. It's man. It's Leslie yeah. Mann. Yeah. Yeah. Leslie Bid's different. Yo, who yeah, lost she's a really, French? She's really. Oh. <laughs> yeah, she's really good in that movie. Yeah, and her little thirty-second scene, yeah. and the the ending to that is one of the most surreal, absurd <laughs> endings. The like l- the very, very ending, like over the credits, yeah. where they're all yeah. singing uh, "Age of Aquarius." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, dancing. It's so fucking weird, but I love it. I love it so much. It's a good movie. Um, but yeah, that movie is very good, and it's it doesn't have some of the. Uh, some of the offensive things through the current lens that a lot of the movies, a lot of the like side, not side quill, but like the, the other movies from that genre from then yeah. suffer from like I, some of those movies. F- it's hard to get through. How do you feel about Catherine Keener on the fuckability scale? Cause I'm like hot and cold. Um, I've never been a huge fan, but, uh, I think her performance in this movie might be her best performance. She's she probably has the most authentic reactions to things of anybody in the movie. Yeah, like all the shit that goes on and stuff. Yeah, the, um, yeah, like when she's trying to help him sell the things and he does, he starts freaking out and she's like just trying to help and she doesn't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, and also the scene with Jonah Hill. Where he's like, I just want to, I just want to buy these. She's like, well, like it's not how it works. <laughs> And like you can tell, she's like, "God damn it!" Like, this, yeah. maybe this, maybe this eBay store isn't a great idea. <laughs> Just imagine explaining that concept to somebody in present day. There was yeah. a, there was a. Yeah. It's not here. Actually, I I live over top of where it used to be, but there used to be a guitar store here in Cadenceville, and that guy tried to do that where he had a storefront 
but you couldn't buy anything there. You'd have to go to his eBay store, and it's like this is pointless. Like, what is this? It's so mm. stupid. That and he's out of it. He went out of business. So shocker. Yeah. yeah. Good. He deserves it. Jim's guitars. Like, Capitalism amazing. killed him. And his the system worked. Yeah. Um, uh, the last thing yeah. I watched was uh, probably the worst of the Pee Wee Herman movies, but still, I love it. And I could not, will never be able to look at it through like an objective lens of Big Top Pee Wee. I don't think I've ever seen Big Top. I, I don't think I've seen it in its entirety. I think I've just seen Big Adventure and the, um, the Joe Manganiello one. Yeah, which are both better than this one, but this is still a fucking blast. Uh, Chris Christopherson is a circus. <laughs> All right, you got me. Uh, circus, <laughs> like I don't like I don't remember anything about this movie from being a kid except for he has hot dog. Pee Wee Herman has hot dog trees. He has a talking pig and the love interest. Also, the uh, Romani. I forget her. Uh, the love interest from uh, Hot Shots. I can't remember her name. Oh, oh the, yeah, yeah. what do you do with an elephant with three, three balls? Yeah. <laughs> um, but man, that movie's fucking fun. It's so goddamn weird. And there's some problematic things like the freak show with like the transgendered people and midgets and shit like that. But like, I, I'll watching that movie as a kid and loving all this circus shit. <laughs> I'll never be able to watch that movie and not think it's like a perfect ten. <laughs> but it's a goddamn blast. All three, all three PB movies are like g- legit great. Like I love them all. I've only ever um, seen the first one. His big adventure. I mean, that's a good one. It's a, it yeah. slaps. It absolutely slaps. I know, I, I, didn't they make one like a few years ago? Yeah, twenty sixteen. Yeah. They made yeah. one with Joe Manganiello as his best friend. They're like run into each, they run into each other like in a diner Pee Wee works in and become best friends. And Pee Wee travels across the country to go to Joe Mangianello's like 40th birthday in like a New York penthouse. It's ridiculous, but it's also fun. In the original one, isn't there also that side plot where it turns into like a fucking Coen Brothers movie with a uh, uh, fucking Michael Richards and their like, the Moon Pies and shit? Is that the same movie? I don't think so. Okay. I don't remember that at all. That might be problem child, but I don't know. I just remember in Big Adventure, the large Marge scene when I was a kid freaked me the fuck out. Yeah, that scene fucked me up for a long time. (laughs) (laughs) Terrifying uh, quality claymation. Oh, my God. Uh, Anything else? Um, Basketball playoffs. Also give it a 10. Hell yeah. Uh. Fuck the Clippers, though. I don't yeah. understand how in the world they beat the fucking Jazz. I yeah. don't understand. Yeah, uh, Trey Young, a uh, good player, would not smash maybe the ugliest man in the world. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, in, New- in New York, they were chanting, like, receding airline at him. Oh, yeah, it's brutal. Somebody, Have you seen the, the thing where somebody put a Goomba in, like, a Hawks jersey and drew pubes on it, and it looks just <laughs> like him? <laughs> who's the guy? Who's the guy that plays on Brooklyn that's got like no hair at the top? Oh, Kevin Durant. Fuck him that, too. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, fuck he, that guy. He's uh, his hair is uh, is going away. He's got the uh, the Reese's cup uh, post wrapper <laughs> hair. Like when you peel it off, and it's got like the, just a the spot missing. Oh, wow! Cup. What an analogy. Uh, 
Gogs. I uh, watched one and one half things. Hell yeah. Back to uh, it. Back to on <laughs> yeah, on the half, Was the half uh, finishing your movie from last week? That is correct. Uh, I watched, so first thing, I watched all of uh, a movie I'm sure no one else would give a shit about. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon from Disney. Uh, That's the new Disney one, isn't it? Uh, well, the newest one is that, like, the one about, like, a fishman. This one is about, like, fish, this one. A fishman. Yeah, this, <laughs> like, this, this one's like. Oh, like, Shave of Water, that kind of thing. No, yeah, it's like this movie. The new one is, like, Pixar's Luca, which is, like, a premium thing yet, so I'm not watching it, but it's, like, like my kids got the Happy Meals and all the characters are Italian, and then one of the characters looks like he turns into a water dragon. Well, so, if whatever. You it, I'll put it on the. But this one is uh, the Ryan the Last Dragon, pretty good, you know, standard Disney animated fair, not a bad story, interesting stuff. Uh, is it animated or is it like? Oh it's, a, oh, it's animated all the fuck. It's like it's in some uh, uh, made up Southeast Asian country that had like a dragon gem, and uh, there's a weird apocalypse, and there's actually some really like I'll I'll say this better choreographed martial arts fighting than I've seen in some like live action movies we've watched. So. Not bad. I, I liked it. It was fun. My kids liked it. It was good times. Um, what my kids didn't like is I made them watch the second half of Neon Demon. No, you didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, you didn't. Oh, my God. Were you, so, hoping they would, were you hoping they'd be able to understand it and explain Jesus it Jesus Christ. Well, I, well I, it turns out there's not a lot to explain or understand because it is very just a, I'm an analogy um, or I'm a metaphor. It's, I, so I got through the first half going, okay, where's this going? And then she had, like, the place I had to cut it off was basically where she had, like, her transformative, like, photo shoot, like, in all, yeah, like, the, the pyramids the, and colors. The, the 2001 scene. Yeah, and then the second yeah. half, I was like, the second half just, like, when the second half, I was like, holy shit, I loved it. Like, I absolutely loved it. Like, it was, it was, like, awful and haunting and just yeah. kind of gross and empty and just... It was like I was like I thought I didn't like Only God Forgives, so now maybe I think I'm gonna go watch Only God Forgives again. But I was Only like, God Forgives is his best movie. I was like, Neon. I was like, Neon David fucking slap. It is dark. It's like it is hope. It is hopeless. But it is. I'm uh, I'm gonna put it on Front Street here. I think Only God Forgives is like one of my top five favorite movies of all time. I fucking love that movie. Yeah. I gotta I gotta rewatch it because I think you should I watch. Uh, you should watch uh, Too Young to Die Old. Yeah. Too old to die young. Are you talking to me or Gogs? Both of you. I did watch it. We talked about it. Watch it again. <laughs> I will. I will watch it a first time. <laughs> I was but, talking uh, to, in that in that case, I was talking to Gogs. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, that's yeah. that's uh, Nicholas Winding Refn and Ed Burbaker. Yeah. Oh, the, the comic book writer. He, I'm, glad you, I'm, I'm glad you ended up liking it, especially that weird. The where Jenna Malone. That's where she really steals the movie in like the last third Dude, of it. Jenna Malone is awesome in that movie. I'm like, I'm sorry you were in Sucker Punch. Like you needed yeah. to be. They Sucker Punch did you dirty because you are fucking awesome in this movie. Like, um, I can't believe she doesn't work more. You know what I mean? Like she's yeah. Like, where good. has she been? She's very she's kind of talented. Old. She's like only in Nicholas Winding Refn stuff because she's in. Uh, yeah, she was in all the Hunger Games movies. Oh, was she? Yeah, all the last first one. Three. Okay. Well, I, I I enjoyed it. I guess it doesn't count as a movie, but I did 
for at Father's Day, like this afternoon, watching I watched the 30 minute like how they made all of the Mad Max Fury Road car documentary with my oh, dad. I watched and that, really, that shit was awesome. That, we really enjoyed that. <laughs> all the detail on the inside of the Dude. cars that you don't even see. Like, Dude, like they were like showing shit like on the on the giggle horse. Like I won't get too into it, but like the fucking the 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 a uh, Morton Joe fucking car with the big pipes up the side. They hand stamped. They yeah. stamped in. On just the, the ends of the tailpipes, the Immortan Joe symbol, you will never see that. There's yeah. not a shot in the film that yeah. has that in there. Like in a million years, you will it's never amazing. see that. The fact they started that- shooting the Furiosa, or they're starting to shoot the Furiosa movie like next month. <laughs> oh, man. Like, I just can't, I can't get over just like the, the mad scientist. That is my, that would have been my dream job. The mad scientist who created all of those vehicles. Like, and they, and they, they worked. worked. They're like, they're like, yeah, it's two V, it's two, it's a, it's two supercharged V8s in series. We're generating twelve hundred horsepower. Like it just goes, everything go. I wouldn't be surprised. I, I, I'm sure that they put an actual fifty cal on the back of something. Like ah, fuck it, it's just gonna happen. We'll yeah, just, that movie, yeah. that movie is amazing. Yeah. All the yeah. polecats from like the from Gas Town. Those like how did real dudes die making that? Movie? I think it someone did. Impossible. They just didn't tell you about it. Oh. They, someone had to have died. There's no the <laughs> amount of things that explode and the amount of bodies are just like flying off of things. It's just oh. Anyway, that's everything I watched. The movie rocks. Um, TJ, uh, I watched one and like a quarter thing. Mm. Uh, the the quarter thing I watched is a movie called The Darkness. It's a Spanish movie. Um, and it's about the band or the video game? It's mm. it, neither. Uh, actually, I I felt like the title like there's so many things that have already used that. Like you, you should have come up with something else. But anyway. The premise is really interesting, but I I just super hung over today, and the movie's kind of slow, so I kept falling asleep. So I'm gonna revisit it and watch it next week. But the idea is that uh, the Earth has stopped moving, like there's no like like there's no there's no longer a day night cycle. You're just kind of always stuck in this like twilight of a day. Mm-hmm. And there's like it's about this family, and there's some kind of monster outside. But I haven't been. I don't know what the monster is. But I will. Wouldn't it. everybody on half of the Earth die in like six months? Well, I think. Wait, the Earth stopped rotating, or the Earth stopped moving through space? Well, I don't know. I don't, and I don't know if they're ever going to even get into that. You know, it's it's a it's a it seems like a pretty small scale story right now. But like, th- there's no day night cycle. This is the mm-hmm. best way I can describe it right now. And again, so. I've only watched 20 minutes of the movie and I fell asleep for 10 So it, it must have stopped rotating but not orbiting. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, it's kind of no. interesting. It's kind of interesting so far. Who knows if they're even on Earth? You don't even I don't even know. Again, so oh, I'm going to get into it. Yeah, okay. It was kind of cool and I will it's on Amazon Prime. I will watch the whole thing next week. Uh, I just it was not the movie to watch for me today. Half asleep mm. on the couch. Uh, I I finished the last of the Berserk movies that I was talking about last week. Uh, the Golden Age Part Three. It's the best one of the three. Um, I meant to start those. I was re- you 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 sold me on oh your description. Made the third really one is bad. so okay. So I think I said last week that like I was a little disappointed because the Golden Age is like it's it's not the Golden Age doesn't have a lot of the craziness that the the rest of the series has. Well, I was wrong. Uh, because there is a big shift in the last, like, half an hour that's, like... So the, the whole reason they call it the Golden Age is because, like, there is a time... This is very, like, again, Dark Souls 
and like all the real, from software. Real quick, before, before you go on, what's a better movie called The Golden Age? Berserk the Golden Age or Lodge the Or? <laughs> Lodge the Or. Uh, I, I, I mean, I like Lodge the Or, but uh, yeah. also I think Lodge the Or is uh, 36 minutes long, so I guess yeah. I'm going to give the nod to Lodge the Or. You know how I feel about length. Yeah. Um, also, if you want to see uh, if you want to see a woman suck a statue's toe, uh, that, that's a great uh, movie to watch. That. Um, but uh, so anyway, like there was a period in the in the Berserk world, I forget the name of the, the whatever. The band was, but, so there was a period where like it was basically just like people fighting each other, like normal stuff, like normal medieval type stuff. <laughs> and then there's this thing that this event that's called the Eclipse. And basically, uh, that's when demons entered the world for another, like, 300 years. So, like, from that point on is the, the Dark Age. So, the, that transition, the eclipse happens at the end of this movie. And it is fucking wild. And it's gross. And I, I will say my one complaint is... And I, I've heard, you know, again, I've read... I'm in the process of reading the manga now. Um, but... Uh, it's very rapey, and I really wish they'd tone that shit. Like it, it's it's kind of like how I feel about Irreversible. Like I think Irreversible is a fucking masterpiece, but it's a movie I can't recommend to people because it's like I look like a sociopath. Because you is it like like Ninja Scroll rapey or like Legend of the Overfiend rapey? It's kind of both. Oof. So there's a character in the in the show called uh, Casca. She's uh, she's basically like this female warrior type. And she's portrayed as being like the second strongest warrior in the in the show. But every time she's compromised, she's basically threatened or sexually assaulted, threatened with sexual assault or sexually assaulted. And the like within like the last 10 minutes of this movie, she's violently raped in front of Guts, the main character, by the main villain. And it's like they just stick to it like too much. It's like it's just too much. Like you, 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 you didn't have to do that. Like I get why they do it because again, like most anime, it's about it's about two powerful guys that are like always like jockeying for position. You know, it's Dragon Ball with Goku and Vegeta. It's Tetsuo. It's a uh, Akira with with Tetsuo and Kaneda. It, it, you can just go through. It's a very well-worn trope in anime. It, the, it's Fist of the North Star. It's Ken Shiro and that that blonde-haired guy. I can never remember his name. It, it's it, it's all it's an anime thing. So yeah. in, in guts and in, in, in Berserk, it's guts and it's this guy Griffin, and they're they're like you know oh our power levels are the same. So like anyway. Dude, I love I love anime because there's two guys. One's named Guts and the other one's name is Griffin. Griffin. Yeah, um, but it's cool. I I really uh, I could do without the raping. At least I mean you could at least dial it down a little bit. But the again, all the things I said before about the other two movies stand. The animation's really cool. When everything goes like tits up and there's all these crazy fucking demons and shit, it looks really rad. Like there's a part, they basically get teleported to like this hellscape, and there's a part where guts gets like knocked down this mountain and he just like, you know, stabs into the side of the mountain to try to stop himself from falling. And you realize it's just all faces that are like writhing in pain. So he's just like carving through all this, like people's faces and like blood's going everywhere. It's fucking metal as shit. <laughs> uh, the main bad guys are these monsters called the God hand that look just like, they look kind of like anime versions of Cenobites. Like it's pretty wild. Uh, I really enjoyed all three movies. 
The only thing I will say is that uh, I was disappointed to find out after I watched these movies because I think I told you they never they they were planning on making like the whole series with these movies, but they never did because the studio went tits up. So after watching this, I kept hearing about the guts. The uh, I keep saying that's the Berserk anime from the early '90s. People are like that's the best one to watch. So I go to watch that, and lo and behold, it's the Golden Age story arc again. So it's like I didn't watch it because like I just saw all this stuff like animated better now. So it's like, eh. but uh, oh. yeah, Berserk: The Golden Age uh, trilogy. Check it out on Netflix. Definitely. Bef- before I forget, Alec, can you watch a movie for me? I want to know what you think of this movie. Really bad. Watch a movie. Yeah, let me write it, it down. Okay. <clears throat> what is it? It's called Streets of Fire. It's on Netflix oh, it's on now. Netflix, hell yeah. Yeah. Streets of Fire. Yeah. Yeah. I'll You're either gonna this. love this movie or absolutely hate it. I, I've got to know either way. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what he's gonna think about that one. What's that? About? I love it. It's like a weird, like. <sighs> Like kind of like greaser fight movie, but it takes place in like this like dimension, almost like it's like unstuck in time dimension. And uh, uh, what the hell is the actress that plays Ellen Aim? There's like a woman singer. It's like it's like a kind of neo noir kind of slash greaser biker movie from the eighties. It was the basis for what Streets of Rage was based on. Oh, interesting. Yeah, what is her name? Fuck, Leah Thompson. Is that who it is? Yeah. Yeah, so. Leah Thompson from uh, Howard the Duck. I believe so. Yeah, and Willem Dafoe's the bad guy. Yeah, uh, he's Will... Dafoe. And Rip Moranis. You know, too. I'm something of a Streets of Fire myself. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, that joke it's... will never knock it. Will never get old for anything <laughs> Willem Dafoe ever does. No, you can put anything in it. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it's hilarious. <sighs> A rumor is that he's going to be in. Uh, oh, it's a Diane Lane. I'm sorry, not close uh, enough. Leah Thompson. Yeah. Uh, the rumor is is that he's the villain in the next Spider-Man movie, which would cool. be really cool. I just hope they give him a new suit. Like I hate it. Yeah, that. that suit sucks. Like, yeah, was, they, can, they can MCU that suit up. Yeah, it was yeah. very of its time. He was great in the movie, but like that suit was it like, even of its time? I remember when I first saw it. Like I was like, ugh. I don't know, what all that hard this? plastic and shit, like, it's, I don't know, it yeah, just kind of, so. yeah. Alright, let's get into our future I guess, presence. what the oh, fuck sorry, else would they have done? Yeah, I actually saw a trailer like, for Black Widow, and I wasn't, like, not impressed, I actually kind of want to see it. Oh, I, yeah, I'm excited for it. When's that, July? Is that next yeah, week? Yeah, like, the 9th? It's, oh, like, right, right after the 4th, like, two weeks, three weeks, maybe? And it's coming yeah. to Disney Plus, or just theaters? Both. Disney Plus with the, the premium, like, you gotta pay, like, 30 bucks. Yeah, I might as well just go to the theater. No, you don't. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> but yeah, the, Marvel's got that, Shang-Chi, Eternals, and Spider-Man all coming out before the end of the year. That's insane. Oh, that's fucking not, insane. not to mention whatever other shows they have roll out. Yeah, that Eternals. I don't know if they have anything else after a Loki. That Eternals trailer bored the piss out of me. I was more interested in the Camille Namjani steroid <laughs> debate. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's on a yeah. Again. All those guys are on fucking steroids. Like, there's no chance they're not. Well, hopefully Hollywood starts steroid testing so we can keep, I mean, you know, movies pure. <laughs> Have you ever tried to hold a helicopter from taking off on a launch pad with your bare arms? I mean, you fair. need steroids I've, too. I've never had to fly off a motorcycle and stab Agent Zero through a helicopter. <laughs> 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 All 
All right, time for our feature presentation. Zack visionary director Zack Snyder's Dawn of the Dead. Who now, I want to say, may have never made a good movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I was really, I, I remember, I guess I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to go ahead and say it, dude. I, I, uh, I remember liking this movie, but I found this to be a tedious experience watching this film today. I, I, I don't know. It, it, it was... Uh, it's very, very boring. But I didn't find it tedious. I just found it. Oh, yeah, I kind of did. And also, like, I don't know if it was a problem with the transfer or whatever, but I don't remember the movie being this dark, like, actual, like, uh, lighting wise dark. Because there are parts of it that are just flat out impossible to see. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. Who, who, who wants to do yeah, this? Some of the, the, the thing. Go ahead, Alex. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say some of the scenes, like, in the tunnel and shit were. Yeah. Like, you could barely tell what was going on. I don't I think it was that dark originally. I did not have an issue. Like I watched my unrated director's cut poverty disc version of it, and I didn't Boom. have any. I didn't have any issues with the. Uh, I didn't. I didn't notice any like, uh, I guess brightness issues. Okay. Uh, it might have just. I mean, I think the Blu-ray rip that I got was like 720p. That might be why. Mm, so few no, no. P. Give me more P. I need that P. Uh, all right, who? I know you do, buddy. Uh, who? Uh, who wants to do the, the thing? Gogs, you do it. Okay. Um. Uh, movie. How's the movie fucking open? <laughs> the like the movie. It, open, oh. it opens with. Does it uh, open in the hospital? Yeah. It yeah. Opens, yeah. There yeah. wasn't like some bit before that. All right. So it opens yeah. in the hospital, and then it cuts to uh, so yeah. Muslims at a temple for some reason. So so <laughs> so what so, was that? So that's Sarah Snyder. That's Zack Snyder. <laughs> message. Uh, so Sarah Polly is working in the hospital. She's on and she like sucks, and she's like on hour I don't know twelve of a twelve hour shift. I thought she was super 14. cute though. I, I, I thought she's cute. She I mean, yeah, she's adorable, but did she's she terrible. Did she ever do anything? Like did she? Was she Not, anything? Oh, uh, she was in Go. I think Go, she. Uh, I remember Go. Oh yeah. shit! I forgot. Was she on a show or something? I think she started directing. Oh, no, or shit. writing or something. Did she ever get a crack? Oh yeah, didn't she make she makes those like a uh, fucking mumblecore movies, like tiny houses or tiny shoes or tiny furniture, whatever the fuck that movie's called. Hmm. Well, there yeah, we go. Yeah, all three: tiny houses, tiny shoes, <laughs> tiny furniture. Yeah. Right. Uh. So. Yeah. The. Go ahead. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. The the last thing she acted in was in 2010. Yeah, I know. I looked that up. <laughs> she hasn't done anything in a minute. I can't believe this movie's 17 years old. My dad. Um. Crazy. So anyway. You're at the hospital. She's talking to some doctor. He's an asshole. He's trying to plan a boat or a yacht or whatever. And she's plan like, boat. <laughs> so she's like, she's, she's saying something about got to find so-and-so for a toxicology workup. Cause he got bit. And we, as the audience already know what this means, but them is not the audience. Don't. So, uh, they, whatever they track this guy down. He's going to ICU for a bite and yada, yada, yada. She's very tired. So she drives home to the most suburban of suburbias um, where she has a moment with some girl who can skate backwards. And then she parks her car at her house where her husband, who is not the guy who made the Muppet movie, but looks just like the guy who made the Muppet movie. <laughs> yeah. I thought, I, I thought he kind of, I thought it was funny. And I, I know it's, I, this came out after Shaun of the Dead, right? Had to have before. 
Did it? Yeah, this. I think, I think so. this came out right before Shaun of the Dead. Uh, well, I thought he looked kind of like Peter Senefinowitz or whatever. How do you say that guy's name? Yeah, he, kind of. And he was the he was the first guy that get got bitten Shaun of the Dead. I thought that was kind of funny. same same year. It turns out both were 2004 zombie bangers. I remember this is a, a side tangent, but I remember the first time I watched Shaun of the Dead. It was on a shitty. DVD, like a, a, a bootleg DVD. I bought, it, it at, I bought it at Comic-Con. We watched it at Alex's apartment in York like a million years ago. You remember that shit, Alex? Absolutely. That was, <laughs> that was like, so much fun. It was my, my first experience with Shaun of the Dead and my first experience with the pirated DVD. <laughs> <laughs> so much good times. So she goes home. Uh, they have a you know they they have a moment over American Idol. They fork hey, in the shower. Yes, does this beginning remind you of that Resident Evil movie we watched like a yes. lot? Yeah, <laughs> it did. What well, that uh, Resident Evil movie came out after this? I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's lots of like little like bits of you know like subtle chaos. Like something's a bit off. Like you know subtle chaos. <laughs> Like there's like the ambulance are running around and there's like she's like listening to like the radio when it's like reports of this or that. Like it's 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 know. classic Pause. it's classic I, I don't subtle. Know why, but like yeah. Gogs is gonna start a progressive rock band called Subtle Chaos. Well, it, it's the nuanced Zack Snyder filmmaking we've all come to enjoy where he's just leaving us little breadcrumbs of things to come. <laughs> well, I'm gonna tell you that I thought this intro was the best part of the movie. I love this best intro. Part of all of his movies, like yeah. it's all he's good at. I loved I love this like so Yeah, that, that dolly <laughs> shot they do where they whip around the neighborhood is all this. I love that on. scene. Awesome. I think it's yeah. great. It was really cool. I, I, I love the husband like chasing her, but as soon as he sees and he, your prey, just peel yeah. it off. But that yeah. shot, like from like the from the dash or from the hood of the car looking back, right? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. I mean it it's real like it's a good way to start the movie. Like I, I don't know. The intro I think I, I, I we'll get into this obviously as we go on. But I think like this is one of those movies now, and again, it's it's rather old. I think that like when you remember when you think about this movie, you think about this part. Like yeah. you think about like this part rocks, and then you don't remember the part where it just keeps on going. I was like because I was watching with subtitles, I was like very distracted by trying to figure out if her husband was Mexican because he's subtitled as Louis L U I S. I was like, hmm, I don't know why I got so stuck on that. Oh. But <laughs> isn't that all? Isn't that how you spell Louis? No, L O U I S generally. Oh. Oh, as like oh. yeah. Fair enough. All right. Um, so so she's they 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 bang in a they bang in a shower. Uh, next morning, the little girl that was skating backwards now has her face all fucked up, and her boy does what everyone would do in that scenario, and he goes to rush to her. Then he gets his neck fucking chomped. Um, blood everywhere. Pretty cool scene. She's trying to figure out what that she's like her. I liked her in this scene. She's like showing genuine panic. I liked all of this bit. Um, then she's all freaked out and he pops up. She goes in the bathroom. She forgets how windows work for about, I don't know, 30 seconds. Um, this is just the beginning of these characters doing very dumb things. This is right. like the the, tr- the horror movie trope of, of characters just for forgetting how to do anything. Yeah, this is the uh, Cabin in the Woods stupid guest portion yeah. of the movie. So then Lewis does a here's Johnny. She goes through the window. She she did remember to grab her car keys first. She had a little situational awareness there. Then you get this really cool scene of her. like. Well, first she walks out into the into her front yard and her neighbor is just 
like he's like those two like that uh that lawyer couple in St. Louis just waving a gun around anyone who's <laughs> near his yard. Uh, and then I don't he he didn't get a chance to run for state senate though. No, he did not. <laughs> he got, he got smashed you know. by a car, right? Like a car rolls like an like, ambulance or something. Ambulance, yeah. yeah. Significant. Which happens, I something. think, again in Army of the Dead, the same exact thing. Yeah. I like somebody's crossing the street and just gets mashed by some like large truck. Murked. Yeah. I so mean, then she That's that's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Oh yeah. So she gets in her car. She's it's driving her to meet Joe Black. Nah. <laughs> um, she gets city of also city of angels. <laughs> oh yeah, that shit's funny as hell. God damn! Oh, also John, also John Q. So now, um, we're working that movie our way. Sucks. Yeah. That was oh. a so she's so, she's she's driving, listening to the radio, and watching carnage all around her yeah like shit's just people like things are everything's on fire people are just getting like mauled in their front yards um she's driving to the city yeah it's pretty great there's an awesome scene where you like it's a tracking shot it's like you know denny villanueva sicario looking down and then like her car just moving up the screen and then like an ambulance comes screaming across smashes into another car and then just hits a gas station just explodes yeah, There's I would love of- to see the behind the scenes, like how they actually set that shot up, because it must have had like three miles of dolly going in a circle. Yeah, it was it is bonkers. Uh, so then she's uh, she works her way up to oh she hits some sort of like roadblock. She kind of takes a minute. Oh, it's like a Road bus. She's watching. She's like watching people like stumble around, half fucked yeah, up. She sees. Well, like yeah, a naked woman walks by her, and then she watch can see. Somebody getting ripped to shreds inside the back of the bus. We lost the TJ. And then somebody tries to rip her out of her car. Right, and then she so then she guns it, jerks the wheel, flies over, uh, flies through a whatever a barrier, goes down a hill. Next thing, she's woken up by uh, she wakes up to Ving Rhames. I forgot Ving Rhames in this movie uh, with a fucking shotgun. I thought this was the movie where. They're like, he's like, say something. And I thought the response was something, but her response was just, please. What movies were they like, say something, and the response is something? Uh, I don't know, but it's definitely happened. I believe it's right? the movie it Say Something. <laughs> oh, uh, it was the sequel to Say Anything. Oh, uh, <laughs> Say Something. So so now uh, you've got Ving Rhames and Sarah Polly are together. They're working their way through some sort of tunnel. They get shot at by Mackay Pfeiffer. And this guy who's just, I'm going to call Michael, who's just like plain Jane everyman. And yeah, he sucks too. Like, they have like, a, he is unable to wrangle his British accent at all. Oh, is that what it is? The guy that's, I sell televisions at Best yeah. Buy. That guy, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's got that Liam Neeson problem that uh, <laughs> it'll be there in a fortnight or whatever like, the fuck. So Before focused, we get... He's so focused on, <laughs> yeah, on hiding his accent. That he just can't yeah, do anything he's else. So, he's so focused on bearing his accent that he can't like act. So it's like a Benedict Cumberbund British. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Why has to be a British guy? In this or get situation? somebody else? Because yeah. it is very distracting every time he talks. Well, they couldn't find anyone else plain enough in the in the continental U.S. I guess. <laughs> um, so they couldn't get the the guy from the Mentalist that's also doing a bad job hiding his accent in a George Romero movie. Mm. Oh, yeah. Wait. I don't know that guy. I still don't a, know the mentors. Did you? Ever, it's a, a what's the Romero movie where Dennis Hopper lives in the fucking Cloud City 
to, f- to get away from all the zombies. Land of the Dead. Land yeah. of the Dead, yeah. Land, yeah. yeah. Where they look at the sky flowers of fireworks. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. It's sky. And they also make a super truck. That's true. Oh, yeah. Lots of super trucks. I do remember the the, the uh, Nick Kroll sketch, The Dentalist, where he could predict when you're going to have <laughs> cavities or not. Um, <laughs> so, so they go... They're like, we're going to go to Fort Pastor. And it's like, well, don't go to Fort Pastor because everyone there's dead. We came from everywhere. Everyone else is dead. Well, so he, we're going he to go to that, that doesn't happen to until later. Like, he said no, he was going to Fort Pastor, but he doesn't know everybody's dead till Ty Burrell shows that's up. That's true. That's he, yeah. Well, he wants to go to Fort Pastor because his brother is there. Yeah. Well, but for some reason, Mackay Pfeiffer and them call him off of that. They're like, we're going to the mall. So they go to the well, mall. I think they just said they were trying to get there, but <clears> everything's overrun. Oh. Yeah, I, I don't. Maybe Alec will be the only one to appreciate this, but I, because maybe the playoffs are on, I was so distracted at how much Mackay Pfeiffer kind of looks like Chris Paul in this movie that it kind of fucked me up. <laughs> I mean, he is a black guy with a shaved head. <laughs> so they, uh, so they get to the mall. They shoot their way into it. They find some zombies. They, they, they bizarrely sort of half kill or kill those zombies. Uh, then we work our way through the mall and get upstairs and we meet what will be my favorite character in the entire movie, CJ and, oh. and the two uh, dumbest security guards <laughs> of all time. What is you Zack Snyder's per- personal issue with security guards like this in every movie he has? He has some kind what of like all security guards, you know, that have fucking like actual revolvers oh they're in wisconsin so who knows but like it, oh, the, the same character pops up in like most of his movies it's oscar isaac in a uh, fucking sucker punch it's what's his face in the movie we watched last time it's this guy in this like he oh, loves right. cops but hates security guards for some <laughs> reason because they're fake cops that must be yeah. what it is stolen valor cops yeah they, they they don't stand the blue line they stand like the like bluish line mm. yeah yeah it's a teal line. Um, so, and then this this mall. Can we talk about how it's like an impossible like chopping mall type mall that has every kind of consumer good in? Well, history? it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be the Mall of America, right? No, it's in Wisconsin. It's just that's where the Mall of America mall. is, isn't it? Nope, it's in Minnesota. No, that's in Minnesota. That's the same fucking state. Yeah, guys, guys, Kirby Puckett would, right would uh, <laughs> argue if he was alive, but he's sure. falling through time and space in that <laughs> hole. That's <laughs> not Kirby. That, that, was Ozzie Smith. that was Ozzy Smith. Shit. Kirby Puckett's not even in that episode. <laughs> oh, how did Kirby also, not make the cut? Those two guys' body types could not be more different. Yeah. <laughs> well, then I guess we'll just chalk that up to regular ass racism. So, <laughs> moving along. Um, so, they get, to, they get to not the Mall of America. They get upstairs. They get arrested. And they get put in, like, restoration hardware. Oh, wait, hold on. Before they break, they break into the mall like, the stupidest way possible. Like, they break into the back of, like, some sort of Kishi store, and they're like, all right, well, the doors to the actual mall proper are locked. I'm going to look at this crowbar in my hand, which is perfectly good at, you know, crowing things open. Yeah. And then they're like, no, let's just throw a toilet through a plate glass window. So that's what they did. Has anyone ever been to a mall that has a full-ass hardware store in it? No. No. (laughs) <laughs> only the only mall I've ever been to with a full ass hardware store in it was in Dead Rising. That's yeah. the only one. <laughs> so they go there, they smash that up with a toilet, 
They go upstairs. They, there's a twitcher and a thing. You meet these three security guards. You meet CJ, who actually sort of has a character. He's like the only person with a character arc in the entire movie. Um, yeah, he's also like kind of generically evil. He's not like like in you remember in the original Dawn of the Dead. There's that one cop that's like super racist. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, CJ's yeah. like he's like scared evil. Like he's like. He's like libertarian evil. He's like close the borders evil. <laughs> like that's the kind of evil he he doesn't. He thinks he's greater good evil. So um, he's like that guy he is he is an awesome actor. I like him in this movie. I think he does a I think he does a great job. Um, I don't know what else he's what else has he been in, Alec? I know I recognize his face, but I can't. Place he doesn't him. look like that almost at all anymore. Like he, he looks like fucking. Well, Matt Frewer, who's also in this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was in Chronicle. He was in the Adjustment Bureau. Was he the fucking stepdad um, in Chronicle? Or whatever? Yeah, the firefighter, the firefighter yeah. dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's in Man of Steel as Steve Lombard, but I don't know what that is. Hmm. It's one of those cushions that you see. I think I recognize the most. I never I never actually watched it. But he was, I think he was in like every episode of House of Cards. I remember him from on the trailers from House of Cards. Uh, oh, yeah. No, you're right. He was in. I, he never, was in, watch, I never watched. I never he watched was in, that show. He was in 72 episodes of House of Cards. So, yeah. Um, pretty good. Pretty good run. So they go upstairs. They get locked into some place that doesn't have a real bathroom. Uh, they're watching TV about how the world's coming again. Oh, I, I skipped right over to the Johnny Cash montage. Everything going wrong. There's a couple I do of interviews. That song. <laughs> I a love good song. That. That's like a that's a perfect song for yeah. The imagery that goes on, the imagery that's happening is a little <laughs> on the nose, but you know it's fine. Well, yeah, he should only some, make some stock footage from yeah. somewhere. You can't. He, he should only make like narrative music videos. That should be his whole gig. Is just make a two-hour music video. And basically, it's what he does. Like there's a lot. There's, this movie is this movie is less scored than other movies, but it's still pretty heavily scored. Hey Johnny Cash, we need 22 more verses for this song. Oh, I can make a long ass music video. I, I, I can do it. I'm not dead yet. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm Zombie Cash. Um, so <laughs> hello, I'm Zombie Cash. So then, uh, they're like, so Michael does he does a little like you know a woke Inception. And plants the idea in CJ's head that we should paint the roof. They go to the roof. There's like almost an implied oral sex rape thing going on. And then everyone takes over and gets all the guns and now locks the security guards up in the actual like holding cell with a leather couch. Yeah, they got legit cells in this mall, which is insane. Yeah. So then, I mean, is it is it more insane than a football stadium having set jail cells? I guess, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, it's a little more insane. insane. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't expect people to get that drunk at the mall. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> um. So then, and I didn't then, see any Ruby Tuesdays at that mall. <laughs> so now they, they, uh, they just have a coffee place called Hollow Grounds Ground. because yeah. Zack Snyder can't lay off the apocalypse shit for two seconds. It's a touch. I just, it's just, just, it's that subtle. It's that nuance that we just we're here for. Yeah. Um. So then a truckload of uh, just people come whipping around the mall, presumably so, seeing the SOS signs on the roof and on the side of the building. Yeah, uh, th- but this part is so – this is like the beginning of them just doing dumb shit, right? Because 
they're trying to survive. They have no fucking clue as who is in this fucking truck. And they're like, I let them in. Like, no. Why would you ever let them in? Well, Sarah Powell explains they're driving a truck and they're shooting guns so they can't yeah. be zombies. But they could come in the fucking shoot you. Like, you, yeah. Like, it's a, a terrible idea. I hear you, CJ. Don't get me wrong. I'm right <laughs> with you, baby. So uh, they let them in. Uh, they, they have. So now. Okay, the, the diverse cast has been expanded to be so we start out with uh uh an uh, an African American cop, uh an African American gentleman and his Russian wife, a nurse and the security guards and just a regular like the most cookie cutter just white guy of all time. And yeah. now we're introduced to old white woman, fat old white woman. Yeah, hold on, time out. Go ahead. Time out right now. It isn't just fat old white woman. It is fat, dead-looking white woman in a wheelbarrow. It's like I understand at this point in the movie they don't understand that like how the zombie shit works. But this bitch looks like a goddamn zombie. Like she's yeah. donezo. Like, yeah, no, also, she's... It, it, it brings in a bunch of characters to add like drama, which doesn't work because you only see the characters for ten seconds. Like I don't even give a fuck about the people that are already in the movie, let alone this van load of people you just dropped off. Yeah. So you yeah. get, so now now add, well added to the mix now you've got old old trucker lady, yeah. uh, you've got sex woman, you've yep. got Max you've got, Headroom and you've daughter, got, you got asshole man Max Headroom plus daughter, <laughs> you've got um, a gay organist who does not believe in God. Can we and talk real quick? Possible trucker. It. Go ahead. Yeah. Since you mentioned it, like. His weird gay exposition where the guy's like, oh, my God, he's talking about a guy's pretty eyes. I'm going to kill myself. Like, like the what? scene where he's confessing to, like, the guards. What and, like, the fuck is that scene? Why is it weird? Also, that guy, I like, too, later on in the movie, the gay guy is also the atheist. So it's like, that's yeah. a weird thing to pepper in there. It's like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, so like, also, I can't. He also is trying on women's shoes because yeah, gay guys are he's also... gay. Yeah. He's trying. He's trying on women's shoes to down with the sickness, which I feel like is a very weird message to send. Uh, that was a very small part of the down with the sickness montage. Yeah, I, I, I don't think that the Zack Snyder is making a direct correlation to putting that song in a movie about a zombie infection to like HIV infection. I think is, but it, yeah, I get. It just, oh, I thought I wasn't even taking HIV. Uh, I was just saying like that, like. Oh, just being the gay perversion of being gay. Yes, exactly. Well, That's whole movie, you did have that. You did have that earlier scene where Ken Foray had a cameo, and he's like this preacher. He's like, yeah. "Oh, we got this. Vi- we got this virus because we're gay." And, and we yeah, have, uh, but there's, there's never. It's weird because they have that in there, which you're like, okay, yeah, that would happen, but there's nothing to refute it in the movie, which is really weird mm-hmm. that it just kind of hangs there. And also the Muslims it, temple that somebody mentioned yeah. earlier, like that part was just in the opening montage, but it's like, yeah. for what, why it's very oh, strange. And I skipped over before, before the tables got before, Oh, the turntables and the guards got locked up. Uh, they were jacking off to Tom Savini, Fucking killing zombies and burning them. Yeah, he's um, terrible. In that two seconds, he's in the movie. Too. Yeah, he's bad. Um, so and now you, you got a uh, Tom Savini, you got Ken Foray, and you got the hell. The uh, other cop is in the movie for Ken, the original. Yeah, Ken Foray was the like lead cop in yeah. the yeah, right yeah, there, yeah, yeah, Dawn. I forget the 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 white cop's name from Dawn, but he's in it too for a minute. He's on the news. So they they fit they fit in a couple uh, so classic guys. So because Classic. of this fresh 
classic bit. Classic so, horror guys. So because of the whole, but because of this new crop of uh, survivors, they're able to put two and two together that the bites are what cause you to be a zombie. So now we get the added drama of Max Headroom has been bit. I can, I always think of him as also the neighbor from Honey I Shrunk the Kids. He's, he's also he's in also a really good episode of Star Trek: The Next Generation where he's like an intergalactic con man. Mm. He's yeah, a good he's, actor. He's been a lot of shit over the years. He's like, yeah, he's like, he's like one of those just like character actors that no one knows yeah. his name. He's, he's, he's also Tom Noonan type. He is Moloch. I wonder if that's why he's. I wonder if that's why. Probably. He was so, also the villain in the. This is this is going to take you in the way back machine. He was the villain in the Generation X Fox TV pilot. Oh shit! Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, I have no that idea what those pilot. words meant. Fuck. Yeah, it was not good. I was so excited to watch it, though, when it came out. I, but that, it, I didn't realize it ever aired. I've only ever seen, like, bootleg copies of it. it I've never actually... No, it aired because I taped it off of TV. Again, uh, I back, but these kids today won't, won't understand how starved we were for comic book-like content like that back in the day. Because I probably watched it then. I was like, that wasn't bad. Yeah, I think I liked it. <laughs> you remember when they, they made a Mutant X TV show that they yes. bought the rights to the name but it had nothing to do with the Mutant X or X-Men shit at all? At all. But it was still it still had like a Marvel produced credit. It was very yeah. Strange, well, so the movie progresses as movies tend to do. There's scenes now people are worried about. So now you've got Mackay Pfeiffer and his girl are sequestering themselves because she's been bit. There's a weird scene where Mackay Pfeiffer tries to confess to Ving Rhames in a bathroom for yeah, what reasons what that is, I don't understand. What is that? Do ten Hail Marys and wash your ass. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> what is going on here? Well, also, like, the, the Mikhail Pfeiffer's character is weird because, like, there's a there's a point where he's like, this this generic white guy sucks. Why are we, why are we following a guy that sells TVs? And Ving Rhames is like, I feel better following him than a guy that steals TVs. So I guess it's implied that Mikhail Pfeiffer is, like, a thief or a gangbanger or something and it's like that's never really expired yeah like how do they know am i to understand that they have a prior relationship or something like i don't know they they did they the only thing you know about his character is he had as a pregnant wife that's like his entire character like they they, they never expand on him at all well it's 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 ving rames's uh ultimate deductive reasoning uh Eventually, it comes out, Nick, or not Nikki, I want to call Nikki Cat, Ty Burrell, fucking Phil Dumphy from uh, Modern Family, is like, uh, which is like, it's so wild to see him in this movie and then watch that show because they're completely yeah. different people. Um, he's like, oh, you don't go to the fort, whatever, everyone there's a fucking dead or dead ish. And then fucking uh, Ving Rames wants to peace out anyway, but he decides not to. And then every, there's a weird, like, eulogy for the fallen and they chunk oh my god the dude ving rames's monologue here is maybe the worst monologue in the history of movies it's <laughs> yeah. so bad and i love ving rames but what the fuck was he's that? trying to be he's trying to be mac from predator and it's not working out like no it's, not it's, at all it's and then i found out that there's worse things than being dead like this bitch like yeah. what are you doing okay yeah meanwhile meanwhile they uh they're playing chess Across a two-mile span with a right-wing nut job who's just shooting zombies that vaguely resemble celebrities of the time. The, the um, best part of the movie. Also, like I was thinking when we were watching, or when I was watching it, that the, the, if it was a whole movie of just him and Ving Rhames on a roof, like that's a better movie, like a, a much small, better movie, yeah. like a super small movie. Yeah, 
Yeah. Like my, my apocalypse with Andy. Yeah, basically. Yeah. That, I, I'm into that. Supposedly. Cause when I was, I was fucking around like online, apparently there's like the Andy tapes, the lost files. Apparently there's some sort of like side movie about what, like his it's, events that happened uh, in the was, uh, gun was, shop. I think it was a million years ago. They released, it was like a web series. You remember when they oh. used to do that yeah, yeah, like, yeah. back yeah. in the old days? Yeah. So, uh, so then they're like, all right, we're, you know, either get busy living or get busy dying because this is Zack Snyder's Shawshank Redemption. Uh, <laughs> and they decide that they're hey, going hey, hey, hey. Yeah. decide that they're going they're gonna go rescue Andy the gun Dufresne and get the fuck out of here on uh Ty Burrell's boat. So then they all they literally have an A team montage. At some point they fucking there's some generators and the one like douchebag the do there's, there's there's three security guards. There's CJ, who I like. There's like just this simp beta, and then there's this <laughs> wannabe redneck yeah. dork. And the wannabe redneck dork gets devoured. Um, so now they're gonna go have uh, a moment. They, 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 they have a legit A team building the linchpin of the entire plan together there montage. Is- an impossible amount of supplies to build these <laughs> trucks in this mall. Like, I, I think I, they made the trucks weaker to make them stronger. Like they cut out <laughs> key elements of the trucks just to put them back in. Like I was like, what yeah, are like we they, doing? They cut out like steel frame to put in like uh like uh, what do you call it aluminum studs on and the so side. The roof of one of them was missing, and I was like, why and how? <laughs> and then where did you get that snowplow blade? And if you had a snowplow, why not drive the snowplow am i led to believe that your passenger shuttle that you have for a mall for some reason is capable yeah, what of plowing that much snow that? yeah that thing wouldn't even go anywhere <laughs> like the, the fucking shit, man plow would weigh the whole thing down yeah that thing's probably got like a if it's got a 200 horsepower motor i'd be amazed and yet here's where we are and they've got all the propane in the world yeah i don't understand and this mall is equipped with welding material this mall is very well equipped <laughs> So it's anyway. like they're running a chop shop out of the bottom of the mall. Right. <laughs> so they've set this timetable. Like they're telling Andy it'll be five days till we get to leave, even though it looks like they're substantially complete. I guess also, it's just punchless yeah, items on these trucks. Uh, yeah. I wanted to ask you or anybody that was paying attention. What, why did they pick five days? Like what was the thing that was holding them back from leaving? Sh- like immediately. It should be like Bethesda. It's ready when it's ready. Like we're not going <laughs> to give you a release date. Like it's going to happen. What do so, they have to get their? They have to get their mall affairs in order. Like, what is the five day thing for? I, I, yeah. I, I, well, no, you, if you don't, if you don't stay in the mall for thirty days, you can't claim squatters' rights when society. Oh comes shit! Back. They're gonna prorate so the rent. Yeah. yeah, CJ actually owns the mall now. Oh dear. He, he was there the longest. It's a fiefdom, and now he's the he's the he's the lord of the manor. So they uh, they're like five more days, and Andy's like, "But I'm hungry, though." So they have Operation Sandwich Drop, and they yeah. send a dog. Yeah, they find a dog in the basement. We didn't. We didn't. Yeah, they found it. a dog in the basement uh, before uh, before a zombie did like some like American Ninja Warrior shit, like like like, 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 like jumped on this dude with anyway, no legs. That that yeah, you know, no legs. somehow he climbed up. The zombie climbed up on like pipes in the the yeah. top of a, a garage. But he had yeah. no lower torso, so I don't know how he got up there. This was like some Left for Dead custom zombie shit. Did like, you ever, like a dangler. honestly, through most of the movie, feel like that they were in any danger at all? Like, no. I, 
Okay. Uh, the scene, I mean, the scene where they're coming back through the sewers and they're having that Alien 4 moment where the guy's yeah. getting dragged with the two guns. I thought that was kind of fun. Um, they just make a lot of dumb choices. So anyway, they send yeah, the dog the over there. they're ever in any danger is because they do really stupid shit. That's yeah. true. Um, yeah, but you don't, you don't know what you would you, what you would do? Oh, I, would I would be. I would be fine until we ran out of food because I would just be clawed up in a hole somewhere, not talking to anybody as per normal. Yeah, I would. Be, I would have found the Suncoast video in that in that mall and just gone through and all the all the good movies. Yeah. I would have just jacking off. Really, I wouldn't have. It wouldn't have been any different than my normal. Yeah, yeah. But it I'm could be prepared. zombie apocalypse right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, they send the food over there. The zombies get in. Andy over the radio because now they have a walkie-talkie. He's like, "Man, I can't wait to meet you." Man, these zombies bite hard. They keep saying <laughs> it just in case, just in case oh, you God. missed it. And he mentions it three times. Um, but then uh, Nicole, the, this, the is red- the, this is arguably the stupidest part of the fucking movie. Yes. So then uh, Max Headroom's daughter is like, "Oh no, my dog! I just met. She, he's all I have left." Which like. Terry, the simp security guard, had to be like, hey. And then they jump in the truck and she drives over there and she gets in and now she's being assaulted by uh zombie Andy. So now you have a now you have a gun wielding uh super zombie uh for he, a mini he, Andy Andy turned real quick. Yeah, yeah. he got yeah, yeah the Luda don't work very well. Oh, I forgot that Luda, who turned very slowly, she gave birth to a zombie baby oh, and it resulted in a gun like a, a shootout that in, scene, in like kids are us i well, it, i hate this scene i hate the this realist effects you've ever seen also why did that gunfight like turn into some kind of art house thing for two seconds yeah why? Well, and also like the, the entire scene is is fucking stupid right like the zombie baby in general it's a dumb idea i'm sorry it's a dumb but idea. they keep doing it and yeah. And Keep then, like, Mackay Pfeiffer's, like, I don't know, I guess he, he, he like, broke, he had, like, a psychotic break, because, like, it's like, you want to hurt my family? And then he decides to shoot the, la- it just seems like lazy writing, it's just like, well, well it's we need to get rid of these characters, like. How she can't hit Mackay Pfeiffer anywhere but the shoulder, but she can put one right in this writhing woman's bean from across the room, one People shot. are getting brained left, right, and center, like, people are, like. They're it's not as stolen. bad as it's not as bad as uh, Army of the Dead though, where they were literally just pinging them left and like yeah. every shot was a headshot. Well, those are trained military veterans, not the um, not and YouTubers. Yeah, and you. Well, yeah, but that YouTuber, <laughs> that's that's his whole shtick. Yeah. Um. So now they got to do a sewer. So here's a question: If they could have just gone through the sewers to get to Andy in the first place, why didn't they do that? Because it smelled like doo doo. Oh, okay. So they go, and I don't know how many malls have just like an open, like great, like steel door to like the like municipal sewer system. I'll, I'll answer your question. The number is zero. Okay, cool. So <laughs> they get they get across. They get over there. They reckon their way through the sewers. God knows how. They pop out. They explode. They they make they use a propane bomb. They blow shit up. They get in there. They the realest Andy. explosion you ever saw. <laughs> they kill Andy. They load up on uh, ammunition. They come back through the sewers. People get shot. Tucker the trucker gets eaten like a motherfucker, and they <laughs> run nice. their way through the mall, and it's like, time to go! So everyone loads up in one of the two trucks, and it's off to the races. And now they're walking, they're driving through the sea of humanity. Um, they throw, there's another big-ass explosion. 
they're getting all whippity gibbets down through the place, and I forget what happens that causes the one what the one truck to like lose control. Was there someone? There was a, there was a zombie hanging off the backside of it or something. And somehow the gay guy like cuts the woman in half. With right, the they took Ving Rhames took a turn too hard. The gay guy sliced the sex lady in half. The truck just makes an like, there's a weird cut. It makes an incomp like a Dukes of Hazard through the air, twisting, <laughs> smash him up. And then they're like, oh, we got to go back and get him. So they throw the other truck in reverse. And then Ty Burrell like was a dick and he escaped, but he got bit and he got turned. And then Ving Rhames gets out. And he's like. Ty Burrell left us, and then they're like, okay, and then Ty Burrell's <laughs> yeah. back, and they shoot him in the head, and then, then Sarah Polly grabs his keys, and that's a callback for the time that Sarah Polly said she was going to shoot Ty Burrell in the head, and then yeah. they make their way uh, back into the truck, and then back to the, they somehow get to the pier, and they're in the land of a thousand lakes, <laughs> which is whatever state they're in, Minnesota uh, again, or Wisconsin. In Wisconsin it doesn't <laughs> matter. So <laughs> now, the land of no. Uh, pretty sure there's not islands loose in Wisconsin like that. Could be wrong. Also, this is the worst plan in the history of plans. <laughs> right. So they get there and they get on the boat, and his boat's probably named something like the Nasty Bitch or something like that because <laughs> he has no class. And we got to drive that home. They find his sex tapes. Uh, meanwhile, Michael helps shove them off because he got bit and he wants to just die seeing the sunrise and, and have a lead sandwich. So he blows himself away, and now they're set adrift. And then you get a montage of them trying to find islands, and all they find is a boat with a head in a they're cooler gonna, for some reason. Yeah, uh, yeah, don't know what that's about. And then they get on some other island, and it's full of zombies. And then the movie just kind of ends, so it's sort of hopeless. Well, it's uh, also like that that fucking credit back and forth is like the worst thing I've ever seen. Like, it is impossible to watch. Like, yeah. enough. Wait, let me see if Wisconsin. Wisconsin's got to have an island or two. There's some islands out there. I'm sure. Probably. They're, just, they're out there just chilling out off of uh, Bark Point <laughs> and wherever else. Well, doesn't Wisconsin connect to like one of the Great Lakes? Like Those lakes are yeah. gigantic. It's got two of them. It's got Michigan and Superior. That's why they're great. Lake Michigan is like a fucking ocean. Make, yeah. make, make lakes great again. <laughs> um, Alright, so what, what do we want to talk about? I mean... You know how, like, the original Land of the Dead was about stuff, where it's about, like, consumerism and fucking, like, yeah, this how is not, humanity is, like, that. the real monster? Yeah, well, they have that, like, one line that they ripped right from the original one where it's like, oh, maybe some kind of leftover memories, someplace where they used to be happy or some shit. No, but, no, like, the- no, you're, you're slightly incorrect on that. Okay. It, it drove me insane. So he kind of says that, but then the last thing he says in that scene is, maybe they're coming for us. And oh, it's like, yeah. No, 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 that's not the point. Also, like they show the zombies, but they just show a shot of the zombies in the parking lot. Whereas, like you would show the mall, like showing the mall would make more sense. They're trying, that, but again, th- this movie is not really a remake. Like it is, I guess, in like its bare structure. Like, it, but it's not like it, it's. It's a remake that's devoid of anything well, that made the original also, good. You're also missing like the the biker gang, like the like the humanity's the real monster part of it too. Yeah, well, the like, whole, yeah. yeah. I mean, the first- well, humanity's humanity's the real monster, except for the millions of monsters, <laughs> except for the other monsters, so right? The, yeah. yeah, I mean the original. And, like, 
it's the original like, like a procedural. Like they yeah, it, they kind of make their own society. Like or, you know, not well, society, there's but, also like a lot of like uh, about because they go through those like black and Hispanic neighborhoods and like the comparative zombie like plague and then the fucking how they won't leave the mall. They're trapped by like there's a lot more of them fucking around in the mall. Like hey, we got everything we need. Like in this one, they're yeah. like we got to get out of the mall for reasons. Yeah. Yeah, the only reason that they even, like, they even broach getting out of the mall in the original is because the fucking biker gang comes and fucks everything up. Yeah, yeah, and they abandon the one girl to go play with their fucking roller skates and shit in the original. Yeah, yeah that's right. Um, yeah, this this movie is, I mean, it, it's fitting, right, because it's Zack Snyder, but it, it's all, it's all flash, it's all still no stake, like, it's just... It's just it's just full of stuff, but it there's really less mean. there's less speed ramps in it than I anticipated, which was yeah. Good. But there are a lot of like, and I guess I'm hyper aware of this shit now because of fucking Army of the Dead. But like, he loves his fucking out of focus like uh, close up shots. He does yeah. it a bunch in this movie. Like anytime somebody points a gun, it's got to be like, I oh I hated it. And that blue well, filter it's in focus, just in focus on the gun. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a, uh, soft focus. This movie's really ugly, like looking. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you know how uh, uh, Twenty Eight Days Later was shot on like a consumer camera, and it's got that weird kind of washed out look because of the camera they used. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. This just looks like grimy, like that same kind of like oh, let's make everything look like seven kind of grimy. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of thought, like, when I was starting the movie and it said story by James Gunn, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, maybe this will be, maybe that'll be, like, the saving grace of this is that the story, like, James Gunn wrote it. But not as much. I guess he's well, come out and said couple, that they. A couple of other guys took, like, passes at it. Yeah, him. they changed it a lot, apparently. Yeah, he's he's come out and said that his initial script was, like, very different. Also, a lot of gay panic in this movie, weirdly. Mm-hmm. Not even just the the obvious one, but the other where it's like, I wanted a soy. He orders, like, the, the most... He actually he orders a soy yeah. ever. You know what I mean? Like, just impossible, like, stereotype coffee. Like, that's where they drop the hard F that... Oh, and that guy gets killed, so fine, I guess. But, like, that... It just doesn't... Why it's is weird. that there? Well, that coupled with the weird feature thing, it's like yeah. all that stuff is very strange. Like, and it wasn't it, it wasn't even like the guy was like, yeah, I, can't, I remember the first time I ate a guy's asshole and the shit right. fell all over my mouth. You know what I mean? It was like he had the prettiest eyes. They're like, ooh, gay bitch, get away from me. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah. it, it'd be one thing if maybe the movie was trying to say something about all that, but it's just kind of there. I don't yeah. even know trying to why it's putting in there. You know. Are we saying gogs? No, it's just it's the it's yeah that that, that scene where you, the confessional scene where they're like taking their shirts off and doing push ups. It's just very fucking weird. Like there's lots of just like, like I'm, I'm serious. The only character in the entire movie that has any sort of development is CJ, kind of coming around and turning into like less of a piece of shit. And then he also he ultimately has like a Vasquez moment at the end and then blows himself up. Like, but. That's like Zack Snyder loves him a Vasquez moment too. He loves a Vasquez moment. He fucking mm, he just <laughs> manja manja manja. Um, like I don't I don't know I don't I don't care about any of these people. Like I no, don't... it's it's impossible to identify with. Like I I think we're talking about the the Max Headroom. It's like he's introduced and disposed of in like two minutes. 
Like he was introduced he, with his daughter earlier, and then he's bitten in the middle of the movie, and that's like if he's no, got the Michael it, arc, it, it, it's it, better. It, oh, yeah, if he did, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he did, right? But no, like it's just like there's not the zombies are not, like there's not enough. If you're gonna just make it not about the humanity breaking down aspect, which when I've come, you know, it took me forever to realize, and probably you guys repeating it to like that's and like I guess um. Walking Dead drives this point home, right? The story, the, the zombies are backdrop. The zombies are just whatever. It's really about the human stuff that makes it interesting. 28 yeah. Days Later does that really well. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's Shaun of the Dead does that, but Shaun of the Dead's an outstanding zombie movie, so I can't say nothing about that. Um, but like, he like, he doesn't make the humanity stuff that interesting. So he no. should lean into the zombie shit more, and he doesn't do that either. Like, it's you like, you don't really know. Like, I couldn't. You know, there's a thing that uh, Red Letter did a million years ago when they did all the the Star Wars prequels, where they had you had to they asked people like to name something about prequel characters that wasn't their gender, or their profession. I forget what the third one is. What they it's look like, like you describe yeah, them like emotionally, yeah, yeah. And like, I, I, if you did the same thing with any of these characters, I couldn't tell you a thing about any of these characters. Now, if you go back to the original Dawn of the Dead, I can tell you a lot about those four characters because they are they're fleshed out like pretty well you know what i mean they're actually well-written characters the funny thing about romero in those movies and i don't know how honest this is is like he said like he didn't make message movies on purpose so this is all just him like naturally writing a movie you know what i mean like and it's and it's in there and here it's like what is this movie about yeah yeah absolutely uh i don't know anything else for you in the five level shuffles i'm very sad no 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 uh, Alec, this is your pick out. Uh, it's an eight. I love this. I love this movie. I eight. loved it when I was younger. Yes, eight. I loved it when I was younger. I loved it again now. Um, I think it's a very uh, impressive, isn't the word, but a very competent movie for a first-time movie director. Like, there's a lot of stuff that you guys complain about different shots and things, but for somebody that this is his first time making a feature-length film, I think he did pretty good. Um, considering he didn't know anything about it, to the point that I read I read on IMDb, and I can't find the citation for it, so I don't know if it's actually true. He filmed this entire movie in chronological order. Weird. He just thought that's how you made movies. <laughs> He had never made a movie before, so he started filming from scene one in the hospital. That was the first scene they shot, and they went right along in order. He didn't understand that you don't do that. Yeah, no. You usually start at the end and work your way back, or yeah, it's not necessary to be. A lot of times they do it around like they're where they get, I mean, locations and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, apparently the mall. The mall they used was set to be demolished. Oh, so they just like th- that wasn't really an issue. Like it was huh. going to be demolished. He, they he just made a movie out or whatever. Like how a little kid would make a movie. Yeah, yeah. this happens. Yeah. Then this happens. Then this happens. <laughs> yeah. um, Todd, do it. But like the the it, like, I I enjoyed it a lot. I, I still enjoy it a lot. Um. If Zack Snyder only made zombie movies, he might be like my favorite director of all time, apparently. But he makes other stuff too, so yeah, he does. He's not he's not up there. Mm. Um, 
yeah, I know I'm I'm the outlier here, but uh, whatever. I'm used to that. Hey. Um, God, well, card. you got to do. Um, you, baby. Actually, I'm I'm still in the the six seven camp on this movie. I remember loving this movie when I was younger, and it's a very young man's two thousand four movie like it's a very i can like as i watched it i was like i can see why young me really really loved this and there's still parts of it i really like and there's still part i mean it's with it's got a ton of flaws but i didn't hate it i enjoyed watching it again it's just like it did it's like you know you can't you you never go home again like it's like i just didn't it didn't it wasn't like when when we i was worried this was going to happen when we rewatched the crow and turned out that movie still slapped and then I was worried what was going to happen when I rewatched Kroll, which was, oh, my God, what have I done? And definitely not a Kroll moment. No, this is not a Kroll moment. So this is like, I'm going to go seven. Like, I still, I, this movie has a shit ton of flaws, but I still kind of find it fun and stupid. And, you know, it's <clears> not, <throat> if you would ask me, if you would ask me, like, what do you think you're gonna rate this before you watch it again? I probably be like, oh, it's probably like a nine. Like I remember really, really, really liking this movie, um, but it's definitely got a little tarnish on it now. Um, there's still some cool. That opening sequence is still a fucking banger. Like it's really well done. I didn't think Sarah Pauly was that bad in it. I liked CJ in it. There's some real dumb shit in it, but there's like little glimpses of of cool stuff. Um, so yeah, it's a seven. Uh, Sean. Uh, I'm going to give it a two and like real quick for this movie. It's, it's almost unfair because it's it's got two things going against it. It's a remake of a movie. I really love like whether or not it's a full ass remake or whatever. And it's also, this isn't fair to the movie, but I've dragged everything I know about Zack Snyder into watching this movie. So every time it does something Zack Snyder ish, like it tunes, it turns me off immediately. You know what I mean? So like, like Gogs and you guys, when you watched it, when I watched it when I was 24, I was like, oh, this movie's a lot of fun. Like, it's because I hadn't seen anything. But now, like, knowing his his lane, it's like, it's so Zack Snyder. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's very uh, idiosyncratic. I found it, like, almost unwatchable. I watched a half an hour of it and shut it off yesterday and then came back to it. It's just like, it's hard to see. Like, it's weirdly constructed and i guess honestly i after hearing alec talk about it i'd much more be interested in watching like a, a feature-length documentary on the making of this movie yeah, and how he made it than the movie itself like the fact that he shot this sequentially is fascinating yeah that is like, super weird but uh no, I, I really didn't like this movie at all and again like i love the original dawn of the dead and i just like i'm just zack snydered out at this point you know, like I did somewhat enjoy, I did, you know, qu- actually quite a bit enjoy the Snyder cut of uh, that Justice League movie because it's like, you, like, par- like a pinnacle of everything he's ever done. And it's so weird and long and shouldn't exist. But like, <laughs> this is just like, it feels really boilerplate too. It feels very much like, I forget who mentioned like 90s horror, but it does feel like the, all the I know what you did, like it's, uh, it's, it's, it was it's, of its time, right? Like it's, it's very. It's not, I think TJ said it's not, it, or you said it is not interesting enough with the characters, but it's not gory enough to not be about the characters. It's it's too much of a boy for crazy town, too crazy for boys town kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just I I fucking hated this, uh, TJ. Uh, I'm gonna echo a lot of things you said. It's a two for me, dog. I came in. I thought I was expecting to like this movie. This used to be the one. 
this and 300 for the two Zack Snyder movies, like they're pretty good. I uh, I don't know if it's I think a lot. I think you actually took the words right out of my mouth. I think that now I uh, I just can't I can't distance everything else Zack Snyder has done from anything else now. So every time I like like you, every time I watch something he does now. I'm just, I just get drawn to all the other things that he's done. It's just like, it just drives me crazy. Um, cause I can't stand the way he directs movies. Um, I find him, I find it fucking ponderous. Like the way he decides to, <laughs> to shoot stuff. I, I hate how he edits things. Uh, I, um, I, I felt like the, this, uh, this movie has a very soggy middle cause it, it, it like the original Dawn of the Dead also has a very slow middle, but they spend that time developing the characters, and you know they really do like the the movie almost the original almost stops because they they get to a place where it's like wow maybe we can make this work, and that's when everything goes to hell. It's a pretty clever way to do it. This movie does the same thing, but they don't do anything with the characters. I don't care about any of these characters at all. Um, the like. The leader, the generic, the most genericest king, generic white guy. I I don't know why you decide. Like, I guess the point of his character is that he's just John Everyman and he sells TVs at Best Buy. But like, why is that compelling? Like at all? Well, he's good at nothing else except the apocalypse. It, he's not even that. He's good not at really it, good at that no, either. But he's better at the apocalypse than anything else. He hasn't been fired from the apocalypse. Like if anything, yet. and and the other thing is that like, so you got CJ, who's like, an, I think I forget who said it. Probably Sean. He's an asshole, but he's not really that much of an asshole. Like it's way more interesting if he's like cartoonishly evil, and they have to work with him. Like he's like a Negan, like from Walking Dead. Like he's so fucking awful to deal with, but they have to figure out compromises because they got to survive. With well, like, that's Ty you... Burrell's character, basically, and right? He's not, though. He doesn't do anything. He's fuck... He's an asshole that fucks me. Yeah, like, in a better yeah. movie, Ty Burrell almost gets them killed somehow. You know what yeah, I mean? He's yeah, like, he... I'm going to get on my fucking boat, and you can't stop, you know, that kind of shit. Like... Yeah, he does. He really does nothing besides being a snarky dickhead, but he's not, like, he's not, like, off. I'm talking, like, they need to be, he's, like, He's off. not dangerous. He needs to wield power dangerously. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Uh, but, yeah, I, this just didn't work for me. I had a... I had a real hard time getting through this. I uh, I was surprised. I was very surprised. Um, and I, I guess, like Sean, I mean, Dawn of the original Dawn of the Dead is one of my favorite movies. I've seen it a thousand times. I own, I Christ, I own like fifty versions of it because I have like the original, the, the the theatrical cut, the director's cut, the fucking Italian cut. Well, it's the best of the three of those movies, I think, by far, too. Oh, uh, hands down. I mean, night night's still really great. Yeah, yeah. Dawn, Dawn is is pretty amazing. What's um, the third? What's the third? Uh, uh, day, day, day. I don't like day. I don't even know if I've ever seen day of the dead. Interesting. It has like, some ideas. It's just not yeah. very well executed. I've seen midday of the dead. <laughs> uh, day of the dead's biggest problem was is that Romero had a lot a lot of ideas and basically got his budget halved right before they're about to shoot, so he had to. He had to ha- he had this big sprawling idea like night the idea was that night took place in like a single house right and then dawn was in a mall it's getting bigger and then day was supposed to be like a like a global thing and they're basically like yeah we're not giving you the money to do this so he had to take his ideas he had it's like basically turns it into like a uh, what do you call it like a a bottle movie a, a bottle movie yeah, yeah. sorry George, we can't rent the planet 
Yeah, well, yeah. And I think that movie suffers for that. It does have one of the greatest gore effects, though, ever, when the guy gets pulled apart from the yeah. zombies and his guts are coming out. It's awesome. Um, but yeah, I didn't really care for this one, so... Well, then he ends up kind of making that movie with uh, Land, and it's not very good. It's not very good. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, All right. So we got one more more basketball movie, and it's my pick. I am picking Shaquille O'Neal's Blue Chips. Hell yeah. I have never seen it. I'm interested in seeing it. I remember the trailers a million years ago. We can all take our Nick Nolte's out for a walk. Yeah. 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 That one, right? Yeah. Yeah. God damn it, Shaquille O'Neal! Goddamn free throw! I spent all these blue chips on you. Why aren't you making baskets? There's a there's a fucking post game conference one time where Shaq was playing for the Lakers, and the, he would refuse to answer any question except for they they said like, "How do you feel about guarding Akeem or whatever?" And he's like, "I am son of Jarrell, Superman." <laughs> like, that's all he would say. I, I remember one Shaq clip where he was, they were like, he was wearing like a fedora or something. They're like, where did you get that hat, Shaq? He's like, your mama's house. <laughs> Shaq's the, Shaq is the best. Shaq yeah. also endorses every product known to man. Like, yeah. I, I was just watching something the other day where he's like, it's some like brain force pill or something. He's, like, like, he, he's so rich, but like, <laughs> he's, he's almost like he's trolling. Who did, remember that fucking, somebody took the YouTube and, or, uh, his oh, gold bond commercial. I love that. <laughs> That's one of my favorite internet videos. Like he, yeah, I think I showed that to Alec, and it, it I think thoroughly it disturbed him. Yeah. yeah. Apparently, blue chips Put has a uh, spray. <laughs> Apparently, blue chips has a uh, movie, the podcast royalty, Kevin Garnett in it. So I'm excited. Yeah. I'm I'm excited. I I I think uh, that might be a good one. A second Rick Patino movie too. We're getting two of them. Ooh. Ooh, all right, well, that's the show. Uh, eat your own ass. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. A lot of us. Right, we did it. Later, dudes.